1: It's Jeremy White with Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Does anybody else out there want to do something like that? What what do we need to settle? Jeremy White. When you were a kid and you were going to get sick, like you might throw up, did your family use the same bowl? You go to bed, you bring the bowl there in case you're going to throw up. Is that the same bowl as the family movie Popcorn Bowl? With sneaky Joe DiBiase. The same bowl that you are eating popcorn out of has been thrown up into. The sick bowl. It's just a bowl. You just wash it. It's just a bowl. The mental damage alone should be there that, hey, some, you know, little whatever your little brother or sister... I just threw up in this last week. Now I'm eating popcorn out Why of do me. we have a dishwasher? So on Monday, popcorn. On Tuesday, throw up. And on Wednesday, Church. dog food. No, I see no issue with it.
0: On WGR Sports Radio 550.
1: Of course, the introduction of more people in your house means more bowls are required. Last night stationed a bowl next to our daughter's bed. Mm. She made it through. Good, but I did think of you. Bowl, and- not a basket? It's it's kind of a, like a or a bin I should say it's like a Tupperware yeah ish kind of thing, and I thought I wonder if we'll ever use that for popcorn. <laughs> Once as soon as I put as a oh, throw unbelievable I, I thought maybe how about at least like put like a like a plastic bag in there like around the the top like into the into the bowl itself yeah or, That's or a move or wash it. <laughs> I don't think it. we've used this this particular bin slash bowl slash whatever it is. It's not a traditional bowl. Yep. But I did think of that last. So show. you're not going to use this for food like today? No, I don't think it was ever used. Well, for n- food. not that it was. Uh, this y- is you said they made it through the night yesterday anyway. So yeah, I think so. This uh, this was more of like a laundry tub kind of bowl used to soak clothing in when okay. you know when clothing gets gross mm-hmm. due to certain things happening that ki- happen to kids. Yeah, that's more acceptable to me. Yeah, well, I mean, we're the not laundry gonna- tin versus the the bowl that I'm going to be eating out out of directly this is a yep. very very different. I think. Yeah, I don't think we'll eat out of this bowl. I don't think we ever did. It's, it's an upstairs bowl. Or you could just to make a point, like yeah. any, anything that's puked in, I'll eat out of. I'm not afraid of it. I mean, again, washing it is key. It's a big part of the <laughs> process. Is uh, soap and such. Good morning. It's Jeremy and Joe. The house has been sick. I have not gotten it yet. I'm not sick, but the house has been a little sick, which... We're man, still in that season. I, Yeah. I've Well, I've learned with small kids that season almost it's, never ends. It's 12 and It just does not end. Yeah. You get over something, you're not sick, somebody's in the house, everybody's healthy for five days, mm-hmm. and then, bang, here's a fever again. Oh, all right. All right. Start up this process. So... Yeah, it's un- it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that season, do you know what's happening this weekend? We're going to get consecutive days of sun. We're this gonna, week? We're going to see the sun. That feels like, they keep track of that for streaks, because didn't we last year go 30 days, 40 days without seeing the sun at all? How long has it been since we've had consecutive days with the sun? It it's got to be months. It feels like forever. Maybe earlier, le- there was a time in December, because it wasn't Christmas really sunny. I'm sure the day it was the day before also, maybe. It's like Christmas maybe would have been the last time that that happened. Get 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 going. Let's get some of this this snow melted. Get this mud out of the way. I am so sick of mud. It's mud. It's Holy mud. Holy cow. It, it is mud season. No more mud, please. Right, I've got we got longer ways to go, I'm sure. I'm trying to remember. Was it always like this? The answer to this question might be a resounding yes. Was it always that The sun disappeared for two months, Mm -hmm. and it was just gray all the time. I think I think it probably has because in my head as a kid there was more snow, and in winter I don't know my memories of winter as a kid it was a little more well aesthetically pleasing. It was beautiful from time to time. Yeah, snow would fall, snow globes, and now there's the occasional blitzkrieg snowstorm, and then it's gray for three weeks. Right. Oh, I kind of kind of agree with this. Do we romanticize winter? Has it always been this horrid? Maybe. We only remember the times when it's like the perfect amount of like fluttering snow down. There's a little bit on the ground. You're going sledding down the the, the neighboring hill versus, right, now it's you get it all in two days (laughs) and then nothing for a month and then you get it all again in a two day period and then nothing again and it's mud in between. And the black piles of snow at the side of the road that are just disgusting. Maybe it's because we were in school and didn't think that's about a, it. That's a good thought. It's, a, it's possible. Yeah. I don't know. But it, then you would have gone out for recess and you would have been playing around in a, in, a, in a healthy amount of snow, I thought. Yeah. I don't remember mud at recess. No, me neither. Anyway. But if if there was mud, we, there would have had to have been. We are going to get the sun. Good. Two Good. days in a row for the weekend. Get the boat out. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> that's right. We're gonna tan. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go play baseball to local baseball diamond. Yeah. Any courses gonna be open? <laughs> ah, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Yeah. Anyway, uh I, I started this morning. I, I I wanna ask this question as someone that's in the industry. Mm-hmm. Does football coverage exist solely to make us mad? Hmm. Is is ninety percent of talk about the NFL only there to make you upset? Did you uh, did did you, did you ha- are you someone that happened to see something this morning that yes. uh, that made you mad in that yeah, way? Yeah, that's exactly what uh, happened. I yeah. think I think a lot of it is designed in that way. Yes, it, it's supposed to make you you're, upset. You're, I think the whole television sports industry that isn't like sports center showing highlights is uh i think it's pretty much what you're talking about Make you mad this is what nick wright does i point that out a lot i think i have a guess at what the thing is that made you mad i'm excited for this was it tom brady saying that he would have taken the points no that'll (laughs) be coming to a television near you soon though right i did see tom brady say i'll take the points it was not that It was. As if, by the way, he thought it's 100%. Do do people think that field goals are just you hit a button and, and like, it's like NFL, um, NFL Blitz video game. They didn't make you kick the field goals like in Madden. You would pick go for it on fourth down or plus three. Blitz just gave you three? Yeah, just, there were no field goals. That's because At least in the one Blitz game that I had, like 2002 maybe. Their programmers did not want to actually program in kicking. Right, no, and like, what, that, what field goals, they're not fun anyway. Like in That's that fun. game, you're trying to like body slam people after the whistle. So, wait, we don't need field goals. You get to go for it, or you get plus three. Is that, was that what people think the NFL is? Well, like a 48-yard field goal by Michael Badgley is just automatic. I don't even have to watch the play. To that point in Madden... What are the odds you're making a 48-yard field goal in Madden? Probably like 97%. Really? Well, I remember playing. Well, it depends what. How good your kicker is? It depends also what mode you're on. (laughs) If you're like all pro, then you're making it 100%. If it's all Madden, maybe it's it's very more realistic. Well, that was, either way, that was not the thing that got me mad this morning. You know, football coverage designed to make you mad. No, it was um, on ProFootballTalk.com. Mike Florio and Chris Sims. Uh, discussing uh that uh, Justin Tucker poked the bear in pregame (laughs) by attempting to warm up. And there was – I don't know if you saw this before the game. It was actually before regular warm-ups. Mahomes and Kelsey kind of feuding with Tucker about where to warm up, where to put his things, and Kelsey throws the helmet on the tripod for the kick. And it was a cute little moment like, "Ah, ah-ha-ha. And uh, here's Mike Florio and Chris Sims earnestly making the case – that yeah. Justin Tucker uh, made Mahomes mad. That that's what I've got. That's what that's what my football coverage is giving me today. <sighs> like I said, I mean, is it, is it? I'm, I'm supposed I to mean, get mad at that, right? I I, th- I th- no, I think you are supposed to because, like, in what world is is Mahomes making the Marquez Veldez scantling throw at the end of the game because he's 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 extra motivated because Justin Tucker's helmet? Was a foot away from him while he was doing, he was doing his warm-ups? Was Kel- Did Kelsey make that diving catch on third down in the first half because he was mad at Justin Tucker? I mean, come on. What are we, what are we, what are we doing? I thought you were going to go with Florio on the the analytics people are stealing jobs in the NFL. Yes, that's right. Because that of they, the pay. That they don't belong in the NFL, and it's a way for people that don't belong to get in the sport. There's a lot of that right. going around, too. I saw Seth Walder make a good point like of ESPN, analytics ESPN. So, yes, uh, what all these data scientists are doing is they're passing on the big jobs at Amazon in order to get <laughs> the, the entry-level jobs that the NFL <laughs> offers for, uh, for those guys. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, there's a million things. Uh, what it is that I'm probably feeling is still like many Bills fans might be feeling, I'm still mad about their loss. Right? Yeah. There's, there's, rese- is it, is it added that the chiefs are the team in the game too? Like, yeah, yeah. You the- kind of blame the bills for making you sit through two weeks of getting ready for Mahomes is the goat and Kelsey and Swift and Andy Reed. And you're there again, like never doubt the chiefs, Nick Wright pointing to his tattoo, never a doubt. Which, yep. by the way, he has. By the way, I learned that the other day. He has a tattoo that he got for the Chiefs. It says "Never a doubt." Cool. So, like, I got to listen to that for two weeks, and it's because the Bills didn't finish him, and it, in in here, this building, they didn't finish him. Yep. It feels like we can't be mad at anybody, but well, not really mad at the Bills. You be mad at the Ravens, I guess too. But I do have a stat on this. You know, here we are nine days later, and got a couple of things that have come out. This one strikes me. Is anybody up for a conversation about their game plan again? Sure. <laughs> no, sure. Okay. So, Scott Casmar had a tweet about the quarterbacks to have played against the Chiefs this offseason. Mm-hmm. And the points they put up. Because who are the three quarterbacks that the Chiefs played against? It was Tua, and it was Josh Allen, and then Lamar Jackson. Yep. And the Bills put up the most points, and they also did it on the fewest drives, which... Doesn't come as a surprise. We, we know mm-hmm. what happened. So, points per drive, they would have been points I mean, easily per, the number one team. Yeah. Points per drive mm-hmm. for the Bills in the game against the Chiefs, Josh Allen and the offense put up three points per drive. Okay. Lamar, one point per drive. Tua, 0.6 points per drive. Yeah. and So, by far the best team. Yes. By, by that. By was. far yeah. the yeah. best team. 24 points on eight drives. And... I looked at that, and I thought, you know, that's that's art. Because the thing about art, Joe, you know how it is. Every person can see it how they want. It's mm-hmm. a, there's a different interpretation to this painting. It might make you feel this. It might make you feel that. Or music. And Josh Allen putting up 24 points on eight drives might make you feel two different things. It might make you feel, well, yeah, eight drives because the defense was in such rough shape. They had to slow play that game. Or it might make you feel how I felt about that game, which is, can you believe they only they played to only give him eight drives, Mm -hmm. three points per drive. I wish they had had more drives. Well, then the Chiefs might have scored more points. Okay. All right. The Bills played that game like they were afraid of Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, Josh Allen went out and from all the reviews executed a near perfect performance and put up the most points per drive by three times as many mm-hmm. as the other teams that played this this Chiefs team. So, you know, as we as we talk about that game and that game plan, I've had conversations on Twitter, conversations with friends about, oh, you didn't like it. It was the right plan. I I've never liked it. I don't know if I'll ever like that game plan, even if the defense is banged up. I don't care. I'm limiting Josh Allen's ability to put up more points. Could he have put up 42? And if the Chiefs are that good, would they have put up 45? Maybe. But I limited Uh. my own chances by playing the way that I played, which was to play it slow and run clock. Does it have to be, though, that they played that style of game because – they didn't want to give Mahomes that many drives, and they were afraid of how many points the Chiefs would put up. Didn't. Couldn't it also be they didn't think they could they could score 42 playing a different style of football? Because like, things were hard in that game for them, right? Like The only plays that they got anything on... Were these bubble screens that went for five yards? The Dalton Kincaid and and to Diggs and Shakir. That's right. And but to James Cook and they ran the ball effectively. Allen ran the ball. Allen ran the ball mostly well. effectively. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But like even those scramble plays where Allen got good yardage on, like those are him dropping back to pass and oh look nobody's open. I mean did the Chiefs just did it to the Ravens for most of that game? The Ravens got hot in the second half late and then made mistakes. But they have a great secondary. They have a very good defense. I don't know. Like, I question whether the Bills could have scored. I, I, I don't think – I think it's two things for me. I would never want them to play like that against the Chiefs again. Right. I would never want that game plan for the rest of my life. I would never want to go into a game thinking that's the way to beat the Chiefs. And at the same time, I'm not sure they would have scored more than 24 points had they opened it up and tried to throw the ball down the field. I don't think they were good at it. I think the whole season proved they were not well, good at it. There's, there's a difference between throwing more and just playing with more tempo. They played to kill the game. I mean, we we went through the stats about how, how many second and short plays they had, and they ran the ball mm-hmm. ten times on second and one, two, three, or four, mm-hmm. rather than try and get a big play. And they did throw a couple of big ones and try to uncork a couple of big ones. It's about pace. And McDermott, didn't he flat out say they played that way because they wanted to control the game? They wanted ball control. Their time of possession was... Lengthy, Yeah, it was maybe, insane. Maybe you're it was right. historic right. for how much they did that. Maybe it was a function of, or at least a, a good portion of it was a function of, well, the Chiefs kept everything in front of them. And I'm still sitting here mad about the fact that you had an offense that was able to be limited like that. Right. That's Because that's mean, here are yeah. the Ravens that did have explosive plays against the Chiefs. Meanwhile, they lost. Um, you get your Zay Flowers plays. I got Lamar runs over 20 yards. I got explosive plays from the Ravens against the Chiefs. I got a Tyreek Hill explosive play against the Chiefs. It was their only touchdown of the game, but I got one. And the Bills, you know, they dropped there, so I guess. You know. Yeah, because they they the Bills like it's again like some their plays that work. What was their yards per play in that game? It was lower than the Ravens, wasn't it? The Bills yards per play against the Chiefs it was four point seven, so it wasn't very high. It was not impressive, whatsoever. They the Bills had. It was fourteen 14 third downs in that game to the, the Chiefs' five. Like, there were a lot of drives where for, you get to second and six, then you get to third and two, and then, they, yes, they would run the ball again, and that's maybe where, right, tempo gets affected because you're running it on second and short or third and short, and you're just trying to get the three yards. It's kind of how they played the game. Yeah. Just, they played the game to move the chains. And again, I think that maybe both things were really happening at the same time. It doesn't have to be one or the other. That they knew Mahomes going to eat us alive all game. A.J. Klein should not be in this position. And two, they're keeping everything in front of them. And everything down the field is going to be contested if we try it in this game. And at the same time, our short passing game doesn't have the most dynamic athletes in the world. Right. So it's only going to be 4.7 yards per play playing that style of football. So, right, my anger is more that they built a roster that was able to be limited like that. Yeah, They kind of looked like that against the Chargers, right, in New England. It's not like le- they'd won a bunch of games leading into Kansas City. It's not like their offense had looked explosive at all really since, what, the the Jet game, Brady's first game? I was going to say, if you want to say since Ken Dorsey, you could say that. Yeah. Joe Brady's time as offensive coordinator of the Bills, the passing offense had its moments but didn't have a lot of moments. And, you know, Josh Allen's quarterback rating in that offense with Joe Brady in a clean pocket was way down. His completion percentage down. Now, that's drops. They dropped a lot of balls. Whether Mm -hmm. that's Diggs that dropped a bunch and James Cook dropped a bunch. So that happens. Now, the whole thing, it's nine days later, and I'm still sitting here trying to to find a way to be comfortable with what all happened. Joe writes in they did take three shots downfield, didn't convert any of them. Three shots downfield – in the game that they killed the clock yeah and you could out of out of, out of how many and, plays and there's a lot of room between the line of scrimmage and sixty-two. <laughs> it's kind of funny like 16 throws at or behind the line of scrimmage one throw yeah. 62 and a half yards in the air there's a lot of real estate in between that yeah that they yeah. didn't really go for that much maybe because they felt like they couldn't and you know of course that gets to the point of they built a roster that was limited for that. So. Yeah, Allen's throwing chart in this game. So the Bills had 78 plays in the game, and they th- 78 78 plays. They threw the ball 39 times, so exactly half. Um, at least, actually, he had 39 pass attempts. So there would have been some scrambles in there too, where they called pass plays. And Allen's throwing chart again. You see, man, look at all the six, the 16 behind the line of scrimmage. Is there like a 30-yard gap? Where it's just nothing yeah. in between. There's not a single throw between 15 and well, 15 and 28 yards. So there's a 13 yard gap there. You have two at like the 30 yard mark, and then you have the one that's way the down two, the field. The two 30 yard mark are the two sure field throws. Yes, and the big one is the digs. And throw. is the, the big one is the digs one. Yeah, and other than that, and even then there's only like there's only two at the 15 yard marker, and then everything else is between the behind the line of scrimmage and within five yards like so much of what they did was dink dunk short pass screen bubble screen you know quick out to James Cook up the flat to James Cook like just they didn't they didn't have a dynamic offense in this game they didn't have a Zay Flowers right because even the Ravens didn't have a lot working for them in that way but they had the one guy that was capable of getting open for big plays and Flowers had plays in that game where the Bills didn't have a, don't have a guy like this. Even Shakir, as good as he is, it's not like this most of the time, where Flowers takes a slant five yards down the field, he takes it for 25 because he's breaking away from Ladarius Sneed. Yeah. The Bills don't have a guy that pulls away from defensive backs like that with just his sheer burst. They don't have that guy. The other they thing didn't is the Ravens might have been better served. This is to the point about what the Bills did. If the Ravens ran it 39 times, like the Bills ran the ball 39 times, they might have had more success in that game. They ran it. So, uh, they ran it six times. Six, six with running backs. Yeah, yeah. right. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty on this. Nine days after Bills Chiefs. The the bigger conversation about this is: Are we allowed to use the term "close" for the Bills when talking about the Chiefs? Are they close? Because two three point in games, they are close. Mm-hmm. In resume, they are not right. How do we right. how do we handle that? Every time I hear the Bills are really close to the Chiefs, I think they have made four Super Bowls in five years, and you have made one AFC Championship game. That is not close. Right. How can you say you're close? If you, you're you behind Tiger Woods in the World Golf Ranking, <laughs> and he's got 37 majors, and you've got none. Right. But you're lost you- by
0: three or less. <clears throat> and when you're number not two in the ranking. Yeah. Are you close? There's a
1: point there. I just don't know what to do with everyone that says the Bills are close because I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they're miles and miles away. They might be the closest team. No, to they, the they don't I don't think they get to claim they're second. The, the Bengals, Bang, the Bengals beat them in the playoffs. Yeah, that's probably the right. The Bengals did the thing. They're the only ones that have done the thing in the AFC at least. The only team the Chiefs have lost to in the AFC. By the way, look at what I mean, this is more of the frustration for the the Chiefs like are just are they just going to go every year? Look what it took for the Bengals to beat them. They had to shut them out in the second half and go to overtime and to, to win in overtime. And the Chiefs got the ball first yeah, in that, they, in that they, overtime. Like the the defense did a great job for the Bengals. They needed to shut them out just to beat them in overtime. Yep. Oh, and that's the only thing separating the Chiefs from five straight Super Bowls. Uh you could make it six straight or seven straight if you go back to the Patriots Chiefs one where they also lost in overtime on a coin toss. Right. The last what's the last playoff game that the Chiefs have lost in regulation? Oh, well they would have lost the Super Bowl to to yeah, Brady. That's right. Last AFC playoff game they would have lost in regulation. Like you're going back to Alex Smith. Yeah. That's right. 8030550. Not trying to be depressing. <laughs> I mean, the next the next nine days, it's going to be hard not to. Will we be more depressed if they win the Super Bowl or less? I will probably be the same. Doesn't matter. It's just that they're in. They won the AFC. They're yeah. in the game. They did it again. They did it again. Yeah. And we are approaching Patriot Way level of they're different than you, as I reference this Mike Florio Chris Sims conversation about how they got mad because the kicker was warming up. Isn't shouldn't it on, on the game 9 days ago shouldn't it be true that even the fan out there or the person out there that thinks the Bills made had the right game plan against the Chiefs shouldn't there also be an admission from that person that even if you thought they played the right game plan against the Chiefs that you never want them to have that game plan against the Chiefs again yeah doesn't that should be accurate Even if you think that was the way to do it, to keep them off the field and to not test them down the field because their defense maybe wanted that all day from Allen, that you can't be in a position again where you walk into a game against the Chiefs and, guys, the best game plan in this one might be to control the ball. Well, that's where (laughs) – what are the Niners going to do? I mean, they don't throw the 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 ball far down the field as it is. But will they get explosive plays because they have explosive players? It's very possible. that They very often do. Yeah. yeah, Riley in Niagara Falls is going to join us here before the break. Hey, Riley, good morning.
2: Good morning. Thanks for taking my call, guys.
1: Sure Excellent. thing, Colin.
2: Yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about the game plan, and uh, we, we want some time management. This is what we're talking about here. So how are we managing the game when we are giving Patrick Mahomes a minute 40 left, even if we kick that field goal? we're still in a position where Patrick Holmes goes down with a minute 40 left. I don't understand. And I don't understand the play call of we're going to go on fourth down in our own Zen with a fake punt and try to run the ball with Hamlin, but we're not going to go on fourth down and we're going to take the three at the end of the game and still give them the time to go back down the field. So how do we manage the game? I I just don't get the play call. I think we should have went for it on fourth down. Ran the ball on second down, and then went third and fourth down to try to get closer to kill more clock. What do you guys think? Thanks yeah, take my call, guys.
1: Thanks, Riley. Now we're getting to the final possession and how they played that one. Yeah, it doesn't line up though. He's right. Like to me, it's the fake punt is an admission from the Bills. We don't think we can stop this offense. We are going for it, and we're giving it to Demar Hamlin because we don't think our defense is stopping the Chiefs, and. Then you get later in the game situation and fourth and nine. I guess they thought, okay, like there's just no other option here. They must not have thought about it because I don't know what. I guess they stopped them twice, right in the midst of that between the fake punt and the fourth and nine field goal. They punched out a ball at the goal line. You can call that luck. You can call that Jordan Poyer making a play. He did. Could, both could be true. And two, the Bills got to stop at midfield on the Chiefs. Did they? Did they found? Did they? Think they were more likely to get a stop because they had just seen it happen? It's, it's possible. Maybe. That's another part of this is sometimes you think one way where, well, all those possessions for the Chiefs, they're just going to score and you're not going to have answers. The Bills started to have an answer. They really made their first stop late in the game. right? Chiefs... Dorian Williams, by the way, was in the game for that, which yeah. made a difference. He chased down Mahomes from kind of scrambling out of there. So, I mean, that's an adjustment that they could have made earlier in the game, getting their most athletic linebacker that was active in the game earlier. They decided not to. They got to stop late in part because of him on the field. So, was that a difference? Yeah. Here we are talking about the game nine days later. It is sitting with me. I I don't know if uh, the 13 seconds game, I don't know if we talked about that game nine days later. We kind of just shoved it into the closet, never to be discussed again. Did we? I feel like we talked. Did we? That was like eight months after. Though we were thinking about it, maybe for like eight months after the fact. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I do think that that's another part of this. Is thirteen seconds is landing this week with some people, maybe. Yeah. So Sometimes you don't know the things that are that are weighing on your mind, and if thirteen seconds, maybe thirteen seconds comes back because of the lions. You were there. You yeah. had you had them, mm-hmm. and you let them up, and Dan Campbell. Told you after the game, like, hey, there this could this could have been our only shot. Yeah. 8030550, 888 550, 2550. Thanks, Riley. Bills and Chiefs. Are the Bills close? Can they say they're close? And of course, the other part of that is this offseason will happen, and the Bills offseason is gonna be about staying afloat, not spending any money, and the Chiefs are gonna go out there and they've got, you know, seventy-six million dollars more space than the Bills do. That's not 76 million in space, but uh. no, they, they have about like 40, I think. Yeah. Or 30. Yeah, yep. 550 if you want to join us, I've got great instant trivia I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Oh, Josh does. He said he's still instant, instant trivia. Nice. Got good stuff for that. Good stats of the day. I have one of the most incredible tweets I've ever seen. Ever seen, Joe. Mm-hmm. Saving it for seven so more people can wake up because it's a good one for conversations about uh, quarterbacks that are playing today and, you know, history. So we'll do all that on this uh, Tuesday with uh, promises to see the sun in a couple of days here on WGR.
2: You have sort of a vibe and a culture, this is how we play. But you do understand mostly that in the playoffs, got tightened up a little bit, a little less emotional. But I can still defend Dan Campbell because the Lions play with a chip, and I love the chip. I didn't even recognize Baltimore yesterday. This is a run team. Number one in the league. It's one of the strangest three and a half hours of playoff football I have ever seen.
1: That's Colin Cowherd's review of the Ravens who lost to the Chiefs in the AFC title game. I, I do wonder what their offseason will sound like on that because I was I was proud of my Ravens for going from one of the run heaviest teams in the league to this year. Maybe they went way too extreme in that AFC championship game, but they'd been one of the run heaviest teams in the league. They were 7th this year in pass rate. Huge jump. Yeah, under Todd Monken in that in that regard. Greg Roman before just couldn't figure out a passing offense. And Beckham and Bateman were not even like you know, they weren't incredible. They weren't blowing the doors off people. So, they Flowers was great and they were they were pretty good. And I thought a lot of that was scheme and a lot of that was Lamar Jackson. <laughs> So I would, I would hope if I'm them, they're not entering the offseason going, oh, we got to return to running the football. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Beckham's a free agent. He made $16 million this year for them in one season. We'll see what they do with him. I doubt he gets uh, anything near that. But... No, that's probably right. I've got a Twitter poll up. And speaking of Lamar, I've got a question on Lamar at uh, the top of the hour that I can't wait to get into. But I'm saving it because I need more people to be awake for it. Okay. So, okay, is it right to claim the Bills are close to the Chiefs? 8030550 and a Twitter poll as well. I've got the poll up. What do you think the numbers will be when this is all said and done? Is it right to claim the Bills are close to the Chiefs? It's going to be 80-20, no. Oh is, wow. Is my guess. Well, or, or like 75-25, like know. in that range. Right now you're flipped. It is 70-30. Yes. Really? It is right to claim the Bills are close to the Chiefs. That is stunning to me that is stunning to me. I mean, I they're close in the games. It looks like every time they play, these teams are not that far apart, but at some point, and I'm I think I'm at that some point, it just it's it's overwhelming that they just will beat you every time you play them in the playoffs and they don't have answers for Mahomes even when he's at a diminished state and I just I can't ignore that. I can't it's more about the Chiefs for me than the Bills. I think they've earned the answer to that question being no. The Bills are not close to the Chiefs. What are you talking about the Bills are close to the Chiefs? We've been to four Super Bowls in five years. It's tough for me to look the other way on that. I I, I get I, – at the same time, I do want to say I get it. Like The next time the Bills and the Chiefs play, spread should be like one or two points. Right. It, it doesn't mean so, you can't compete with that team – it gets to, is it right to say they're close? I'm going to give you an example here. It's a cross-sport comparison, so it's not perfect, but I'm just going to go with it, and then we'll get some calls in. Do you know who finished in second place to Tiger Woods the most? I mean, my guess would be Mickelson. It's not Mickelson. Okay. Is it- golf's, in golf's tough for this because in golf there are four trophies to win every year. Right. Five if you include the FedEx Cup. Right. 20 if you include other tournaments where you can beat a guy. The no, Sergio? The, nope. Vijay Singh? Nope. All right, I'm out of guesses. It's okay. The, the player who finished runner-up to Woods the most mm-hmm. is Ernie Els. Oh, in fact, was I think, out there. I think yeah. he did Forgetable. it three times when Tiger did the calendar Tiger Slam. Mm-hmm. Is Ernie Els close to Tiger Woods? No. The, was, I mean, there's no was, way, right? He was the guy that was closest the most. Is he close? Yeah. On Sunday, he was close. Yeah. But when you zoom back out and look at June, not that close. Right. So there's a part of me that is thinking about it that way. And this also kind of gets to, are the Bills close to the Chiefs? To me, this question gets to how the Bills should attack their future. Do they think they're close? Like, hey, trust the process. Stay the course. McDermott's back. Joe Brady's back add a second receiver let's go we're close to that team we know we can take them down it is another year looking at a loss to them or an exit from the playoffs and every year there's going to be an excuse or an explanation and what is it this time the defense was too injured if the defense was healthy the bills would have beaten them Mm -hmm. I mean maybe that that's possible then again by the time you get to face them next year they might have a better team still right you might have Terrell Bernard but they might have Michael Pittman or they might have Mike Evans on their team in addition to a rookie on top of it yeah like their offense is going to be better next it, year I it, can't imagine that it's not it seems the difference between these teams is if you really dug into what has changed between the two teams it's that their drafts have hit better than yours since uh-huh. 13 seconds since the first AFC championship game their drafts have hit better than yours go up and down and look at their defense how they put it together it's picks from the last couple seasons that put together a full defense. And the other thing that their defense gets, that the Bills, this is kind of a McDermott point, Spagnolo has a reputation of being the best coordinator, the best single game. He's in his bag. He's throwing stuff at you. He's yeah. going gonna to confuse you. He's going to dial up a game plan for you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He has a reputation of doing that and getting wins in big spots. Now, it certainly helps to have Patrick Mahomes as a part of that, but here he is holding the Ravens to ten points, their lowest output of the season in a big game. And in Cincinnati I've got that same reputation with Lou Anarumo, who oh he's got a good game plan. He shut Mahomes out for a second half, which by the way the Bills yeah. almost did. And so do the Ravens. Like all of a sudden shutting Mahomes out for a half is not impossible. Right. Versus right. this version of the Chiefs. Anyway, I'm rambling but I'll get some calls here. Eight oh three oh five fifty. I I'm very much aligned with you. I feel like if you say they're close You're not desperate enough. I think the Bills need to be a little more, I don't know if it's desperate, aggressive. They've been aggressive. They went out and they signed Vaughn. They trade up all the time to get the guys they want. And some of these moves, their most aggressive moves, have not really moved the needle in catching the Chiefs, who were some of the moves. Rousseau, nice player. Mm -hmm. They're probably going to pick up his fifth-year option. He's really good. Vaughn, not going well right now. Kyir nope. Elam, not a good pick. Did not go well. Like your 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 moves to catch the Chiefs, specifically your moves that we would all look at and say these are the things you did to try and catch the Chiefs. Those are the ones that seem to be a little bit. I mean, not Rousseau, but those other two are pretty big ones: a first round pick and a big money contract to a defensive end yeah. that has played really well and made a big play in that moment. But now you know we have to wait to see if he's healthy again. Well, let's just get some phone calls in as I ramble along here. Uh, let's go to Ryan in Ontario. Hey, Ryan.
2: Good morning, gentlemen. Been a lifelong Bills fan and uh, fan of the show. Listen every morning on my way to work. Well, thank you. Uh, I just want to keep it simple. Um, who, are you, who 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 we blaming? You know, after nine days, like who are we blaming the offense in the, in that game against the Chiefs? Or are we blaming the defense? You know what I mean? Like we watch those games, uh, you know, you can, we can compare to. Uh, the 49ers, Packers, Packers had them and blew it. You know what I mean? Like, in, 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 in our situation here in Buffalo, you know what I mean? We, we never had them, but we made the drops and we made the mistakes, though, that cost us that game. But we were right in it. You know what I mean? Like, we, they were there for the taking. The Chiefs could have been beat. You know what I mean? Like, and we just made those mistakes. But I just want to know, guys, I love you guys. Like you say, I love Buffalo. I love the Bills. Lifelong fan since I was a kid. Just want to know who we're blaming? Are we blaming the offense? Or are we yeah. blaming the defense?
1: Well, I guess that's probably not I mean, the offense. You're you're probably blaming the defense because they gave up a ton of points, including the Chiefs' single season high. But you know they were hurt, and they they had guys out there that shouldn't have been out there. I I think I'm blaming someone that I don't think's ever really been a scapegoat. I think I'm bla- I think I'm blaming Brandon Bean for them losing to the Chiefs. Yeah. The, you've had years to get that dynamic wide receiver in the building behind Stephon Diggs, and maybe that was an over-evaluation of what Gabe Davis could be for them. Maybe that's what they thought Gabe Davis could be for them. They certainly treated Davis like that was what he could be. Downfield threat, full-time player, outside receiver next to Stephon Diggs. They, they, and Davis was hurt but hadn't made much of an impact down the stretch. So how confident were we that he was going to make a giant difference? Maybe he makes a play or two, and that's all the difference that you need. But I didn't think he was in a position to take over a game like that. I think I'm blaming Brandon Bean for their offense looking like that against the Chiefs. To that point in a minute, as we say, they're close. They only lost by three. Here are the Chiefs' margins of victories in the – divisional playoff D- divisional playoff conference mm-hmm. championship and super bowl since 13 seconds right the bills are close cuz they lost in 13 seconds that was devastating yep uh after that game they beat they lost to the bengal's by 3 the next year in the playoffs their margin of victory 7 3 3 this year, their margin of victory in the playoffs, only the Bills, three, and the Ravens, seven, and then the Niners, we'll see. The Chiefs, yeah. it's not like the Bills are the only team that feels like, ah, we had them. Yeah. We let them off the hook. The Eagles felt that last year. The Bengals would have felt that last year. The Jaguars. Remember, twor- weren't we're the twor- t- we're- Jack te- was at twenty seven to ten and Mahomes' ankle was on backwards and they were, were right, right there. Weren't the, the was it the Texans that were up like twenty four points on them so that's funny. back when that's a different version of the Chiefs? Yes. The that's te- that's Mahomes, though, isn't it? The Texans, Titans, and Niners in twenty nineteen all had double digit leads on the Chiefs and all lost by double digits. Yeah. That twenty nineteen is the version of the Chiefs that ran around people. And since then, they win close games. Right. When the when the Bills lost the AFC Championship game in Kansas City, the week before the Chiefs beat the Browns by five, right? Staying you know, so like it's uh, it, there's almost a point where I want to say staying close with the Chiefs. It's going to sound harsh, okay, Joe? So Go ahead. understand it's not that harsh. It's almost like we think it deserves a merit badge, and the reality is, a lot of teams stay close to them, hmm. and that's why they're so annoying because they yeah. just win. Is it also? now that I'm looking back at like Chiefs playoff history, we often will say, and it usually seems right that the Bills have never been closer than 13 seconds. Right, they've never been closer because they had that was a lead it. with 13 seconds. They had a lead with 13 seconds over the Chiefs, and what close to what? What are they? What are we all trying to do? Trying to win the Super Bowl, yeah. right? And they were still two games away. They were a Chad Henney fourth down conversion away. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See com. mobilecom Championship game with Baker Mayfield. Yep. And that's one game to go to the Super Bowl. I know the next year it's an assumption they would have beaten the Bengals, who beat the Chiefs and smoked the Bills last year. I mean... I think it's easier to assume they would have beaten the Mayfield Browns than they would have beaten the Burrow Bengals. But that never gets talked about. The Chiefs in that game won by five points. Right. And they played the whole second half without Patrick Mahomes. This is part of my point. You being it's close annoying. to them, they just win They win close games. We'll get a break in. More phone calls. Uh, stick with us. CJ, you're up next. Ryan, thanks for the phone call. Happy Tuesday. Jeremy and Joe, I've got an incredible postseason season legacy stat line stat list to get to seven o'clock hour stay tuned it's unbelievable you'll take it to work with you or you'll take it wherever you'll tell anybody that listens this stat i've got for you gonna blow your mind jeremy and joe on wgr hey happy tuesday morning i've posted a poll underneath the twitter poll so it's kind of like you go and you vote, and then you answer an exit poll on your way out. How about that? Yeah. Look, at, look at this comprehensive Twitter, like Twitter voting experience. You can also call us at 803-0550. Question we're asking today, is it right to claim the bills are close to the Chiefs? And then the follow-up exit poll, all right? So you, you go to my profile, you vote in that. And then the follow-up is, what are you really saying? Allen is close to Mahomes, or the bills are close to the Chiefs? What are you really saying when you say the Bills are close to the Chiefs? And what percentage of the people that are voting yes are really just talking, yeah. qu- talking quarterback? I was way off on my first guess. I'm going <laughs> to guess this one is way more towards Allen is close to Mahomes. Well, we'll see. We're only three votes in on that one. Where, and Where are the three votes? Uh, it's too early to tell. i have an early lead. If I'm covering this election on NBC, I've got to say it's too close to call at this point. Not enough. Not not enough 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 information. Not enough enough precincts are reporting. Yeah. All right. We're up against the break. 803-0550. When we get back, we'll get some phone calls in, and I'm going to get you something here. I saw something that changed the way I think about a quarterback in the NFL. That's how dramatic Hmm. this is. I'm blown away. It is incredible. It's about every quarterback you we talk about and care about: Josh, Brady, Lamar, Rogers, Roethlisberger. Every every quarterback you've ever cared about or had an opinion on, and their postseason. It is incredible. My jaw dropped. Give that to you next. That stat next, along with your calls and this poll. Jeremy and Joe on WGR.
0: Tune In is the audio platform with something for everyone.